guys, welcome back to the Encounter Redeem podcast. We are super excited to be here. Um, it's been a while since we recorded, um, but I just want to let you guys know that we're moving churches, so please be patient with all of our changes. Although I don't think we've done them wrong anytime yet, right? Um, but uh, this time we're going to be talking about being spoiled children. Uh, and I think this is a, a really good one because sometimes we read the Bible and we see mostly what the Israelites did, right? And we think like, oh my God, how dare these people be so dumb? How could they? Um, but then God, like, he like throws like a little dart in your heart, right? That says, don't you do the same? And um, yeah, so I think we should, let's get in it. And also, sorry if there's any background noise, we're in, like under construction <laughs> over here. Um, all right, so um, I, I think that the first thing we should talk about is... Um, there's 14 instances in the in the Bible where we could see that the Israelites were ungrateful. And what I think that was uh, crazy about this is that um, they started out small, right? Like they were just tiny complaints. And after every complaint, God backed them up. God showed his mighty hand. You know, he performed a miracle. He did something that was unexpected and not something just small, like, oh, I'm thirsty. Oh, here's water. No, it was like something incredible, like something that you cannot do naturally by yourself. And still their hearts were set on complaining. Um, it was so easy for them to forget, which is why um, I was thinking a lot about Psalms 103, you know, where it says, uh, bless the Lord of my soul mm -hmm. and do not forget any of his benefits. Because a lot of the times um, what we tend to do is remember all the bad that we've ever suffered and like bask in that, but all of the goodness of God, all of the the greatness that he's done in our life, we tend to forget so quickly. Um, and that just shows that we are so ungrateful and that leads eventually to being spoiled children. So I don't know if any of you want to take it away. Yeah, I agree. Uh, why don't you just say, talk about the, the first thing that we need to do to, so we're not spoiled children. Um, so basically what I gathered, um, what it well, her favorite point that I like the most is that we're usually grateful for all the good, but never of the bad. And the example that I got out of this was job, job, Joab? Okay, so Job. And when I was reading about his story, I knew that he was actually, um, he got, got taken away from, God took away everything from him. Uh, and when I was reading his story, that it shows that his animals were, were killed, his servants were killed, He the lightning struck and it burned all of his sheep. And then after um, his camels were killed, they were taken away. And then after his sons and daughters were killed by his whole house falling on top of them. And it was just like bad after bad after bad after bad. But what I love most about Job is that after and legit this like hour that passed that bad after bad after bad was happening to him that he ripped his clothes and he fell to the floor and kneeled to god he was like god if um it says right here when job and job here it says when job heard this he got up tore his clothes and shaved his head to show his sadness then he fell to the ground and bowed down before god and said when i was born into the world i was naked and had nothing and so when i die now i leave this world i will be naked and nothing the lord gives and the lord takes away Praise the name of the Lord, even after all this. Job did not sin. He did not accuse God of doing anything wrong. And then after this, after this even, um, the angels and, and God, like, they gathered up and they had, like, a meeting. But in this meeting, the devil, uh, the, the devil uh, talked to God in this meeting saying, Oh, but I bet you if I, if I test him by the flesh, um, he, will, he will curse your name. And God was like, Okay. Um, you do uh, allow this. You do what you what you want to do. 
And so when this at, when this happened, the devil went to Job and then he burned his flesh. He and then his wife came up to him and his wife was like, "Job, why don't you just curse God and die?" Why are you taking all this pain, suffering after suffering, and you're still praising the Lord? And but Job didn't. Job didn't. Uh, he didn't settle. So he was like, um, at this verse, it says, "The wife came and said, Job, why don't you use? Why don't you just curse God and die?" But Job answered, "You sound like one of those fools on the street corner. How can we accept all good things?" That God gives us, and not accept the problems. So even after all that happened to Job, all of this, and he praised praised God, and immediately after got um, got got sufferings again, he decided to praise God. He did not uh, accuse him, and he did not choose to sin. You know, you know what the beautiful thing about what you're you're saying it's it's like you know God God understands that us as human beings, we need to understand that there's like a, a bad and a good, right? And if we only try to get the good, because that's what a human being wants to do, right? Only get the good things. We tend to turn into these people that um, that are. I think we're gonna get to it. Right? It's called ungratefulness, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's like a, almost like a, when you have an older sibling, always, and then the last sibling, they're always like, oh, it's because you're so spoiled, and you're like, why? Because they're reaping all the benefits that your parents have done through all your life. And now they have a nice things, and now the things that you didn't have. But I'm not saying it just because you guys are siblings, you know. <laughs> but you know, it's it's funny how how you know God God sees it like this, you know. And mm-hmm. and He says, you know, I'm gonna give you guys good. I'm gonna bless you guys with amazing things. But also, there's also bad things that are gonna happen. And and you know, the the beautiful thing about this is it's not you being angry because something goes wrong. It's fine. It's normal. The thing being thankful for the good mm-hmm. and bad because without the bad you can't grow mm-hmm. only the good can't make you grow well make all the good so solidifies you but the bad makes you grow it makes you withstand uh, just anything any opposition that you you overtake makes you grow and grow and grow yeah you're gonna say something. Uh, I was gonna tell you guys that on Sunday uh, our apostle was preaching and I thought it was so incredible what he said and honestly it, made, it put things into perspective he said when we get mad at God, it's kind of like being in a room all by yourself. Just pretend that you're in a room all by yourself and that there's three ants on the floor and they're planning to kill you. How would you feel? You laugh, right? <laughs> like imagine you could hear these ants being like, um, oh, you know, we're going to kill them. You just step on them and it's <laughs> you with your finger. You can destroy them. And this is how it is when we go against God. Who are we? Who does, um, what does the clay think that it is that can go against the potter? Nothing, absolutely nothing. So yeah, Shaylee, I think that's incredible. And I think that's one of the things that made the Israelites so spoiled. They were slaves for 400 years. Imagine being a slave for 400 years, getting beat, not being able to own anything. I'm sure that they didn't have much um, and they had to do hard work, right? And then they're taken into the desert where, yeah, maybe they have to suffer a little heat. And actually not even the heat because they had, you know, a cloud that followed followed them. them. Uh, What they had to suffer was maybe being a little thirsty and hungry sometimes. And God provided for them. Mm -hmm. Imagine having a God that took you out of Egypt with all of these incredible plagues because Pharaoh wouldn't let you go. And then three days into the desert, you're like, oh, but I'm thirsty. What are we going to drink? Like, really? You think God can't provide for that? For the smallest things is what we decide to be uh, so ungrateful for. So, yeah, I just wanted to put that into perspective. It's it's crazy how you guys are saying about Israel. 400 years in Israel? In in Israel, no. In uh, in Egypt. Egypt. And still, like, it's like they didn't... It's like they didn't even understand how God, but if you guys notice, right after 400 years, 
God sends a bunch of plagues, like miracle after miracle after miracle. And then they, they did not understand the bad and the great. They just did, oh my God, this is normal. And then they, when, you know, when God split the Red Sea through Moses, you know, there was, they were saying, you know, they were still being ungrateful about all those things. And you know what I, what I love about this is that God goes, oh, you're going to be like that? Okay, I'm going to take away this, the, the main guy from you guys. And then he, what does he do? He starts, you know, having relationship with Moses. And what's the first thing that Israel does in that moment? They start worshiping other gods. They start doing, oh, you know, since Moses left, oh, Aaron, you know, what are we going to do here? And it's every single time it's like that. And honestly, we laugh, and it, which we can, right? And it, it's mm -hmm. funny, and we almost get mad at Israelites, but we're almost identical to them. You know what I mean? And it's so, and then every time that I, I want to, you know, I want to bash on the Israelites, I'm like, yeah, but, you know, you're exactly like that. The moment everything goes good for you, you kind of tend to forget about God. Mm -hmm. You forget about all the great stuff that He does for you. You forget, and then what do you do? You know your little your little golden calf, which I think would be your phone in this moment. You guys want to say? Yeah, actually, going back to that story, um, Israel, the golden calf. Um, I actually studied this. Like, um, you know how like Moses, he went, uh, he left uh, Israel, like in this like place. And he went to go get uh, the Ten Commandments from God, right? And these people, they were becoming impatient. Um, like, people, as in, you know, the Israelites. Uh, they were becoming impatient, and they were like, Yo, Aaron, where's where's Moses? You know, mm -hmm. Moses isn't here. You know, what should we do? As he said, what should we do? And then they started worshiping this, like, God. And um, to, like, also correlate to it is the fact that also we become impatient, too. Like, when... Um, we try calling out to God. We're like, oh, God, you know, I need this. Oh, God, I want this. Oh, God, I want that. But have you, like, stood there and, like, give gratitude to him? Mm. You haven't, right? And, like, we shouldn't be asking God for so many things because he's done so much for us already, you know? And, like, and when we do become impatient, like, when we do become, like, so, like, not angry, but, like, so, like, bruh, like, why? You know, like, why aren't you answering me? We turn to like other things we try to turn to answers but right of away. course those answers cannot give us the answers we want only god our creator can i was gonna say that it, it's it's crazy how these people were being ungrateful for something that was benefiting them right mm -hmm. because david uh david sorry moses was getting something that was going to be beneficial for who for them mm -hmm. right but still they were impatient same thing from the, since the beginning they were trying to be freed or moses was trying to free them from uh Egypt uh, and what happens they're ungrateful they're like how come you had to come you're making everything harder for us and this reminds us uh, it reminds me like in in times when we start to decide that we're going to seek the Lord you know how everything gets overwhelming like yeah. when you really decide like okay this is it like I'm, I'm going to give God my all all of a sudden school is harder home is more difficult your parents are yelling at you for every single thing you did uh, they used to yell at you for not going to church but now they're yelling at you because you're going to church too much and because why aren't you doing any of the house chores and everything becomes literally overwhelming your life no longer is good like everything is just like whoa i decided to follow god and everything is overwhelming yeah. right and the first thing that we do is complain why did i even pick this why do i pick to do good yo you are on your way to freedom you are on your way to be um the shackles that were holding you in, in Egypt for 400 years or what, however long you've been alive, those are being broken so that you, you can have a life of freedom so that you can go into um, Canaan. And I think what's incredible about uh, the people of uh, Israel is that their way to from Egypt to Canaan was so short, guys. It was not like a long path. It was like straightforward. It was not supposed to be a lot. But because they were so... 
Mm, what is a good word for this? That is ungrateful. They were so ungrateful so and they were so incredibly stubborn. God literally just had them around and around and around until they learned our lesson. So, you know, we should be the same way. Like, let's look at their example and say, okay, this is exactly who I'm being. And when I think I should be complaining, I'm going to be grateful instead. And that's what the Bible says in, uh, let me read you guys, First Thessalonians 5.18. It says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So what is the will of God? You want to do the will of God? People are always like, but what is God's purpose in my life? You know, God's will first is give thanks in everything, in the good and in the bad. Throw your hands up and give thanks. There's a lot of people who only want to serve God or who only want to be with God when things are good. No, when things are bad, it counts. I feel like it even counts double. You know, go lift your hands. Thank the Lord. Say, Lord, you know, I know I'm not feeling it, but here I am because I don't praise you because of what you do for me. I praise you because of who you are. And so I think that's something we should consider. I love that you mentioned that too, that we have to stay consistently because what happens when we are when we are not consistent when something good happens and we all of a sudden forget god and i think of the story of peter when he was walking on water and i think of this because of the fact that when jesus caused a storm and peter um, and the people that were on the boat they were scared and then they saw a figure on the sea and peter asked to that figure it was it um he said lord if that really is you tell me to come to the water. And so he goes in the water and and he walks on the water. But when he actually walks in the water and he finally gets what he wants, what does he do? He falls. And we are exactly the same way, that when we finally get what we want, we fall because we forget about God. We, our eyes were on Jesus until our request was answered. And this is why we have to be careful and, and always have our eyes on the Lord. Always be consistent and praising the God, even in the good and the bad, like you mentioned. You know, you know, I was gonna tell you that uh, out of the story that I like is that which what you said was was pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna tell you that you know he didn't see how scary it was mm-hmm. until he actually got in, got the, water. in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm trying to say. Jesus was already there. He was like, I know how scary this looks, but yet mm-hmm. I am God, right? Mm-hmm. But when we ask for stuff and we actually see how scary it is, like. What are we doing? Like, don't ask for things and expect for you to, like, step all over and do whatever you need. And honestly, this is, uh, let me tell you, that's something that I've learned, like, in the last few months. I've learned that so much because God speaks to me like that, you know? Because, like, for example, right now, we're, we're moving we're moving temples and everything. And now everything is four times, five times bigger. Everything. Mm-hmm. If there's a problem, it's not like a it's not like a little problem that we're like, ah, you know, it's okay, let somebody. No, no, now it's a, it's a problem that's five times bigger. And then I'm like, God, why is there problems? And then... I was telling my sister, this, remember that I was telling you that some, some, so literally we find out something, there's like a huge thing going on in church, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to, let's just move away from this church. I literally, I was about to say like, hey, you know, I'm going to break the contract, and let's just move, let's go somewhere that's easier. And some random man tells me, he was like, look, bigger things, bigger problems. Are you going to run away from every single problem? And I was like, no. no. And I was like, okay, so learn. Just, you got to just step up. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, you're right. And now, like, when they tell me, like, bad news, I'm like, all right, bro, it can't be as bad as the other one. Mm-hmm. So let's just tackle it and let's do what we have to, have to, we have to do, you know what and I mean? you know, and there's no bad news that's bigger than our God. Mm-hmm. And that's bro, what we tend to forget. I was going to tell you that just just today, just today. Just check this out. Just because, honestly, God shows himself. Like, I know through Israel. Ways, but yeah. just right here, like, for example, listen to it. So we're looking at the plumbing, right? And then I told him, hey, I, I saw this thing here. And he was like, oh, okay, let's go see it. And then he sees the plumbing, right, that I found. And then he tells me, he tells his own plumber, he goes, look, I don't know what this guy does. But when he prays, things happen. 
That's exactly what he told the guy. And he was like, really? He was like, and I was like, no, no, no. That's, like, that's not what only when I pray. It's like, whenever, whoever prays to the real God, mm-hmm. things do happen. Mm-hmm. And exactly, that's what I'm telling God. I was like, God, help me make this easier for me. God, if I need to, you know, take this wall out, make it easier so I don't have to, you know, number one, spend a lot of money. And number two, I want to get in here <laughs> as fast as possible as I can. Mm-hmm. And every single time I just like a stop, they're like, oh, no, you can take that down, no problem. Or you can do it, like I'm saying, but you know what I was going to tell you? That's every problem, you need to be grateful for the moment that you're in. Mm-hmm. Just just so we can come back to the point that we're saying, right? Be grateful for, you know, oh, we're going to get a new church. Can you imagine when this is done? And there's AC. Oh. And like, mm-hmm. we, we, don't, we, we don't know what AC is right now. That's how this is normal to us. But imagine, like, hey, Danny, you know, bump up the AC to, yeah, to, to, to 75. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's true. Like, we don't know what AC is. And if you guys notice through through all the church and the, and the old church, we were like, bro. like a hundred dying. Yeah, all the hermanas with their fast. And if you notice, if you notice, those those are bad moments that we go through. But those are moments that make us grow. Why? Because mm-hmm. they make us appreciate now. Now that when you're mm-hmm. in the temple and you're cold. And people start going, oh, I don't like coming to church because it's cold. You'll be like, bro, wait. You don't know what it is <laughs> yeah, to be in the hat. Yeah. And then, you, you know what I mean? So so there's like little little like obstacles that come in your life. Not so you can complain, but more so you can grow and overcome. Yes. Also, I find this in uh, the story of Joseph, too. Because um, when Joseph was in jail, he, um, he was in jail for a while. And what happened was the fact that um, that... There was this guy that talked to Joseph, and he was like, oh, um, he was able to let Joseph free, right? Because, you know, how Joseph was thrown in because um, the wife of the, what was the it? Pharaoh. The wife of yeah. the Pharaoh was, you know, trying to have, um, was have so having sexual, him. yeah, sexual intentions with him, and then accused him of, like, a whole bunch of stuff, and he got thrown in jail, right? And then um, there was this guy that came up to him, and he was like, hey, you're able, like, um, no, you're able, sorry, I'm like, yeah, he was like, he was like, oh, like, um, who like told you the dreams? Like, oh, you're like, you're so great, blah, blah, blah. And um, in this moment, Joseph didn't give like glory to God. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, yeah, like I was the one who like interpreted the dreams, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? Joseph ended up sitting in the jail like longer, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, two years, I believe, longer. And then later on, um, when Joseph was set free because of the guy he helped out in jail, called him up and the fro was like oh um like oh you're so great at like um interpreting as interpreting dreams and then until now joseph was like oh no god wasn't one who interpreted the dreams not me right we we see that all around the bible like for example we see like even jesus himself like he goes through trials even the bible says that he was uh what what does it say uh the bible says is um He's encountered with all the pains. No, it's not. He's, uh, what is it? Encountered with all the pain. He's not, no. Uh, Jesus? Yeah, it says that he's. Uh, de Dolores. Yeah, but in, Sp- in oh, English, um, he's. Uh, Carol, I'll find it for you. Keep going, I'll get it. No, it's like he says that he's. No, no, it says. It says uh, no, friends. It says friends. Uh, oh my god. Okay, well, before she. While she. While she. While she looked for his. Looked for his. Looks for it. Looks for it. Looks for it. It's okay. It's okay. I was going to tell you that if you notice, Jesus went through a lot of pain. And through that pain, he reached back. We can see that even through Psalms. He, through all that pain, he reached back the throne that he once left. Like, like, like I'm trying to tell you, he never went back and said, oh, God, I don't want to do this anymore. But he was scared. Mm-hmm. You know, he was. He didn't, he didn't want to. He yeah. didn't want to do it anymore. No. <laughs> well, he was like, please, which, God, don't. Yeah, he, he was saying, like, God, I, I, 
don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. But then what does God say? He's like, no, like, you, no you you're to. already halfway in. Yeah. Might as well, you know, might as well just give you a little nudge and throw it, go all the way in. And then that's exactly what, what what it does. And he goes through all this pain. But I was going to tell you guys that, 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 that the point about being spoiled children is the only reason why we get spoiled if all we do is get good. Yes, what's the verse? Uh, Isaiah 53. 53.3. He we was despised and rejected by man, <laughs> by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Acquainted with grief. Imagine. So so a man of sorrows is, is pain and acquainted with grief. So he was friends with grief. He was, you know, homies with grief. And what I'm trying to tell you is this, that even the son of God had to go through trial. <laughs> even his son wasn't spoiled. So now imagine even, even now imagine Israel that was spoiled. And yet they couldn't understand. They couldn't understand. Be like, oh, I want to be thankful. I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to be this. And then what happens? That these people turn so wrong. God goes, God goes, okay, you know what? I'm done with you guys. I'm gonna move on to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even. Uh, what's it called? I'm almost sure that God's gonna do that with, uh, with our, with our people, sooner, sooner or later. Now we got to with you. Now I have to go back to Israel. And he's going to try as well. You guys already know that. That's all in the Bible and everything. But, you know, we all have to understand that being spoiled children, we have to take the good and we have to take the bad. Not one and one. Not only the bad, because then you become better. And not only the good, because then you become spoiled. A little bit of both. A little bit of both, and that will help us out. I, I think it's just important. Like, it's okay to suffer, guys. Even Job, you know, in... In three, he says, like, I curse the day that I died. Mm. Uh, that I was born, not the day I died. Okay, I didn't die there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he didn't die. Okay. Anyway, the point is that, you know, everybody has, like, a little moment of, like, weakness. The important is the important thing back. is don't bask in your weakness. Don't bask in your sadness. Don't bask in your ungratefulness. You know, don't write it out. You know, have a moment. Say, Lord, help me. Uh, change my thoughts. Take my thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. And move forward, guys. And then... Give thanks. Give fruits of uh, lips. Fruits of lips. Is that yeah. fruit of lips? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I can only think in Spanish. I don't know why. Um, uh, that give thanks to the Lord. Always with gratefulness to the Lord. And He delights in those sacrifices. You, you know what I want to speak on? I want to speak on the complaining because um, oh. when you're spoiled. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> before we continue on, because because I think it's very important Like for the complaining. You, you're, you're speaking about that there are like, there's like an evolution. Or maybe not an evolution. Yeah. Like, like an evolution of bad, right? So you start... Go ahead, you say because it's your point. So go ahead and explain the. Like the 14th? Yeah. yeah. Maybe not the, all the 14th. I'm going to go like so fast. Yeah, but like not go too fast. So just do like, oh, sorry. Do like a little, like little by little because okay. they One grow, right? Yeah. The Israelites grow as they complain because they're so spoiled. And also, God it starts with patience and then ends with anger. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So, yeah. um,. The first time they complained was uh, we told we talked about it you know yeah. when they were like uh, give us a let us go into the desert to offer sacrifices to the Lord and the Pharaoh was like nah now I'm, I'm gonna make your workload heavier right. right and they're like why did you even come like leave us alone Pharaoh is not pleased with us the second time is right before they cross the Red Sea they see like all of the chariots coming of the the Egyptians and they get they get scared and they say we should have just died in Egypt. And God is like, chill, like, you know, just, hey, lower your staff. Turn around and watch gonna... this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, literally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And still, dude, at this point, I would have been already, like, amazed. Imagine seeing all the plagues oh. and then still being like, oh, no, we should have just died instead. Bro. Yeah. Yes. Wild. Okay. Anyway. Um, the third one is they, they get to Mara, which is a, a place where they had bitter water. And they're like, oh, my God, we have nothing to drink. And we're gonna and, die. Yeah, and so God sends them to put a log in the water, turns it into like delicious water, mm -hmm. and then a little bit later they uh, land in Elim where there's like palm trees and it's like a little oasis just for them, right? They're just setting up camp right there. 
Um, and then number five, they complain. Uh, oh no, number four, they complain about being hungry again, and God gives them manna from from heaven. Uh, again, bread fell from heaven. Like, uh, come on, that's incredible. All right, uh, number five, they complain about being thirsty again. Right, and then after this time is when God starts getting a little bit like, okay, He's getting a little feisty here. Mm. This is the one that uh, the, the Layla was talking to us about that they worship the calf, the golden calf. Sorry, my bad. I just keep hitting the table. Um, the and three thousand people were killed by the Levites here. Mm-hmm. Um, then number seven, uh, they complain about food, and the Lord burns the outskirts of the camp. Number eight, Miriam and Aaron, uh, Mar- Miriam and Aaron complain about Moses, and the lo- Lord curses Miriam with leprosy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the people complained about number nine. They complained about how difficult it would be to conquer the giants in the Promised Land, uh, and God gets pissed. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's not, yeah. And he doesn't give them the promised land, you know. Right. Uh, no. Right. Number ten. Over forty years. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, only it's I think it's uh, Joshua, Joshua right? Yeah, Joshua. Because he's the one that. Believes. Yeah, and yeah. all of them die. Yeah, all right. And then the people complain again, and they wanted to kill Moses. They they want another leader, guys. And we do this. This is wild. We don't like our leader, and we're like, we should. I should be the leader. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, you guys probably should. Okay, uh, and what happens? He gives them pestilence. He destroys them with pestilence. Um, then again, the leaders rebel against Moses, and uh, this is the, the people of Korah. He opens the earth and swallows them, which is wild, yeah. right? Um, and it's still, these people keep complaining. Like, I just don't understand. Like, they, you, the, sw- the earth just swallowed your peeps. Like, stop. Mm, again, 12, they complain uh, and accuse Moses of killing God's people. God gets mad. 13, uh, the people contended with Moses again because of no water. And this is when Moses gets super angry. And he hits the rock. And he's mm-hmm. not supposed to hit the rock. And that's God gets mad at Moses. You guys know the story. Yeah. Okay. And then the 14th time, which is the, the last time that they complained, um, is that uh, they complained against God and Moses. Like, look how they evolved. They started with just, like, bare necessities. And they ended up complaining about God himself. Like, how could you guys? Um, and what he does, the Lord brings fiery serpents to bite them. And in this one, the people say, like, Moses, no, Moses, please tell him, tell the Lord to stop this. Like, no more, please. We know we've sinned against you and against heaven. You know, so, I, you know I was going to tell with, 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 with this thing that you said, because all 14, honestly, are amazing. But I see three topics. For example, I see the topics of of, of them complaining for things outside of, uh, what's it called? Things outside of them. Like, for example, the situations. Then their leaders, and then God Himself, and literally that's our that's the danger that we must be careful with, right? One, if you complain once in a while, okay, that's fine. But if you guys notice, if you guys continue complaining, nobody wants to be around you. Like if you're a complainer, bro, nobody likes a complainer. Now I'm not saying once in a while. Once in a while complaining, all right, yeah, I'll take it. But if you're just like, oh my God, this is gonna be hard. Oh my God, I want this, bro. And everybody's like. Bro, I want to be with this guy. Yeah, and uh, I, like I don't know anybody like that. Like I'm just, well, I, I do know I do know some people like that, but I don't. I really don't want to be with them. And you, you guys too. You guys notice that the minute something happens or you have to clean the house, oh, I don't want to do it. But we gotta do it. Fix it. Let's do it. And I was gonna tell you guys that you've noticed that this complaining evolves to go from what we have around us to what we have above us and to what we have all around, all above everything, right? Which is God. But we never see what the problem is inside of us mm-hmm. recognizing mm-hmm. what we have inside which is just we're not uh, how do we say is we're not satisfied with what we have mm-hmm. yeah go ahead uh, sorry sorry um but you know what i see here is that 
after complaining, after complaint, after complaint, after complaint, that our hearts become greedy. This is um, like how you said, we never we see complaining about the outside, but we never see within ourselves. It's because within ourselves, our hearts got greedy, our hearts got bitter. And what I see here, um, an example that I pulled out is uh, Luke 15 and the prodigal son, him and his brother. The prodigal son came to a realization that when he was lost and in the world and when he left paradise because he, um, he left where everything was good. He had servants. He had a good food. But I'm pretty sure the prodigal son that had left and came back, he was like, oh, but I want more. I want more. And his heart was greedy. Um, and so he left, but he came back. And because he came to a realization that, oh, out here, there's nothing. There's nothing for me. But with God, with in, in, in paradise, um, I have everything for me. I'm at peace. I'm, I'm in wealth. But the brother, um, he didn't come to a realization. Um, he actually complained about his brother saying, oh, I've been here this whole time. I've been in the field doing the dirty work, and my brother left. Um, he told his dad this. My brother left, spent all your money on prostitutes and all the bad, and you're still praising him? You you killed the best, uh, what was it, the goat? Yeah, the, the, best. the best goat, calf, calf. There you go. The best calf for him, and I've been here this whole time. And he complained after complaint. But what when I, when I finished reading this is that the father ended up saying, his father said to him, oh, my son, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. Mm-hmm. And that was the last thing that was mentioned about the, the, the brother. Mm-hmm. The, it didn't end up saying that the brother, after this, he rejoiced and said, oh, now I'm grateful for you, Lord. It just ends the story. So... When we come to our realization and we come back, we come in peace. But when we don't realize what we did, is it so that we are forgotten? We become so bitter. We forget about God. We for, we get lost. We're not even worth mentioning anymore. Right. Yeah. And I was going to tell you, it all happens mm-hmm. with the with recognizing ourselves first. For yes. example, just you say the, the particle son, what does mm-hmm. he say? He's eating all the stuff from the pigs. From the pigs and then yeah. he says, I'm going to go tell my father that I sinned against him. And God, look, he recognizes his mistake. Mm-hmm. What, is, what, what about the other brother? Nothing. He didn't have to recognize anything. Instead, what did he do? Oh, it's because you. Oh, it's because my brother. Mm-hmm. Again, complaining. Mm-hmm. He didn't come back complaining. No. What did he say? He says, God, yeah, he didn't tell us. Uh, my uh, father. Yeah, father. he's like, yeah. Father, Father, give me, give me the spot of your servant. Mm-hmm. He no longer wanted to be a son. He wanted to be a servant. Mm-hmm. And if you guys notice it, that's important because if the only person that recognizes you know, to be thankful at all times is a servant of God. That's why it's very important for us not to be spoiled children. Yes. But we should be, you know, grateful servants. You see, even though we're children of God, I'm not saying we're not children of God. We should be also servants. We have something to say no. before. No, you got to no. finish it because we, we, we're I was just going to say that. The thing that I saw with all of these, Danny, is what you were saying, right? There's three things. One is outside the body. Our body, first, we complain against things that please our body. Then they started um, gossiping, right? The things that are in our soul. But they end with going against what the Spirit wants, talking against God. So we have to really be careful that our complaining doesn't evolve this way. But instead, just be thankful, guys. Anything that we have and anything that we don't have is all thanks to God. And regardless, we're in this world just as, uh, how do you say, peregrinos, passerbyers, travelers, pilgrims. pilgrims? Yeah, that's that's a a cool word. Um, Yeah, we're just here, you know, as pilgrims. And um, (laughs) we should just... 
Roll with it. Roll with the punches, because our reward is in heaven. All right, finish it. Sorry, sorry. Can I actually have a verse in Colossians 2, 7, and it says, You must depend on Christ only, drawing life and strength from Him. Just as you were taught the truth, continue to grow stronger in your understanding of it and never stop giving thanks to the God. To God, I mean. But this is the version ERV. But in the version N. LT it says let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him then your faith will go strong in the truth you were taught and you were overflow with thankfulness so the way that we overflow with thankfulness the way that um we grow strong in our faith is that the um to let your roots grow down into him have Jesus as your foundation go to him consistently Amen. Honestly, this is such a good topic. We only got one done. That's so crazy. <laughs> About complaining, spoiled children mm-hmm. complaining. All right, guys. Uh, spoke, I mean, uh, guys, take care, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Remember, every Wednesday we're here at 4 p.m. And I'm kidding. You guys are not spoiled, but, you know, some of, some of you guys are. I am. All right. God bless you guys. I'll see you guys next week. And honestly, guys, honestly, I hope this is a blessing. Take care. God bless.